Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome. To Salam Nerds Podcast. Salam, nerds! It's your boy Neebs, aka Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with my co-host Jeff, aka DJ. There's always a third. <laughs> <laughs> you just watched episode eight, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I can't wait till we get into that one. But um, yeah, man. Speaking of always a third, we always have a third person on our show who's our guest. Introduce our guest. <laughs> uh, our guest is Selena. Selena, welcome. Thank you. Excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We want to know who you are. Yeah, so I'm based in Austin, Texas. I'm Palestinian. Um, grew up in Kuwait and have moved to the U.S. when I was 11. And yeah, I'm excited to be part of the show. I'm going to tell you, I'm a big Bachelor in Paradise fan. So I've been listening oh, to those episodes. It, is that how you found us? You found us through my Bachelor yes, content? Yes. <laughs> That's, That's what right. it is. People, people, that, that's where the bread and butter is, man. I know we right. have podcasts about Marvel, Star Wars, cultural representation, but the money is in Bachelor, the <laughs> in reality TV. That's where, that's where I make my bread and butter, man. <laughs> I'm a it's Bachelor really nerd. Cool. It's cool. We need to have you on one of our Bachelor episodes. We should have done this yeah. on the same night as a Bachelor. Episode. We could have got a two-for-one special. Definitely. <laughs> All right, Jazz, make a mental note of that. We're going to have her back on for Bachelor. <laughs> got it. Well, you know who's a bachelor right now, and that's Rami. Homie uh, screwed up his relationship last season, and now we see him <laughs> this season. Uh, and this season was overall pretty wild, pretty wild. Now, we will be doing spoilers. So if you have not watched season three of Rami, uh, you know, maybe not the best time to watch the podcast. Maybe, you know, go back, watch it, then come back. Uh, but overall, let's give our thoughts about the, the full season. Jeff, do you want to go first? Man. Okay, so I'll be very honest with our listeners. I haven't watched Rami seasons one or two. <laughs> you just I right dove in. I just dove into season three, right? Because, you know, people were asking. I'm like, all right, fine. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? What a show. Um, I did not expect this. <laughs> like, you cover everything from marriages, like, 
you know, well, not like Rami's marriage. Like he's obviously just cheating on Zainab. That ruined. And he does other things at places. Uh, but, you know, his parents, uh, Mahasa and uh, can I remember the dad's name? Because I just finished it all. Farouk. Yeah, Farouk, yeah. Like seeing their marriage fall apart. Like I'm like, I've seen this in like my community. This is a real thing. Mm. And then you go on to Dina and everything she's struggling with, you know empowering herself but not quite enough to make the right calls every time and then and then of course rami like everything he's screwing up on going back into his spirals like i've seen this this is like real and as much as i hated it because i you know technically this is a muslim show and it's i probably bad representation because it's not exactly everybody like that just goes through all this it still represents a portion that we need to address. So for that reason alone, I think it's actually pretty good. Okay, cool. Uh, Selena, what about you? Give us your thoughts. Yeah, so Rami is very stressful. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the show, but it's stressful to watch, right? Because he makes really bad choices and is very lost. And, you know, kind of like what you were saying, Jazz, is, you know, it is a slice of life and I don't, think he's trying to be representative of everybody in the community and like you know I think we have to be cool with that and respect the show in that way and just feel like it's a show about a particular family a particular group of people right and it you know it touches on certain things that are relevant but I get stressed out like okay it's cool for us to watch it but then like our white friends that are watching this what what are they thinking you know right 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 (laughs) So, yeah. so for me, I I have a lot of mixed feelings about this show. Uh, for one, the thing about this show is all about context. You got to have context for this show because in a vacuum, this show seems very, very problematic. Uh, but what you have to understand is the character that Rami is portraying is not supposed to be this happy-go-lucky 90s sitcom kind of show. Uh, what it is is a very nihilistic and almost like a BoJack Horseman for Muslims, right? He, he keeps... Uh, making these bad decisions and keep going in this spiral. Um, the thing is, I think it's a good show. I think it's a well-written show. I think there are elements of it that are problematic. Some of it is because of things they can't control because it's just the time, right? Uh, due to the lack of rec- representation, a lot of the things that they do is under a microscope because we don't have anything else to compare it to, right? If they right. do something problematic, there isn't a sea of brown representation that it can get diluted into. It's, it magnifies it, uh, which is one of the issues that I have with it. Uh, but it does give you these like, you know, really, first of all, fun and zany situations, but they're also so dramatic and anxiety inducing. And it's really come to the point where, you know, it's good representation in terms of like, hey, it's Muslim, here's some stuff to actually deal with. But now season three, season three particularly, some parts are so far-fetched that they have kind of like <laughs> passed that point of like actual representation. And now it's just like this ridiculous show. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel I have very mixed emotions. There are definitely parts that I love about it. There's definitely things that I think they call out in our culture and in society that we're like, yes, this deserves to be called out. Mm-hmm. And there's some things I'm like, you guys can do better. You could have done better on, on some of this stuff. Um, so that's basically all three of us, our, our uh, what you call it, you know, our, our, our generic non-spoiler thoughts about the show. So now let's get into the actual spoiler stuff. Now let's get into the real show. Um, one of the things that I, I find really interesting, it, it kind of starts where it leaves off with Rami's family in like this 
financial trouble, right? Which I think is really cool because, you know, uh, being, you know, uh, kids and immigrants and stuff, we see this kind of stuff. We see our parents struggling with money. Um, and we know it's really interesting. A lot of people don't know this, but Rami is the reason his dad lost a job. Do you guys know that? Mm-hmm. Because I remember what happened. So his dad just lost the job, but they never explain it. But in the beginning of season two, Rami has a gun and he takes that gun and he, he goes to his uh, dad's boss's house for dinner and he leaves that gun in like a bathroom or something. And what happens is his dad is sending out an email and he goes, oh, I lost my job. My boss has was stressed out because his father-in-law shot himself in the head. So it alluded that Rami leaving the gun actually his grandfather who has alzheimer not his grandfather but his uh boss's father who had alzheimer's found the gun and shot himself so rami is the reason his dad lost the job and a lot of people don't know that it's like a very subtle part yeah. of the show um and i think that's really really good because rami is the reason almost all the bad things are happening to everyone around him even mm -hmm. when he doesn't mean to even when he doesn't know it and it's kind of wild to me um, so we feel like the stress that his family's under and like, you know, they're under this financial stress, but then Rami also has to pay this Meher. And for people who don't know, who wants to do, who wants to explain Meher? Jazz, Selena, who wants to go? Uh, no comment, <laughs> especially because right. of the absurd amount on this one. <laughs> all right, all right. So Meher is, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's like a gift that you give to a woman, uh, for marriage. It is an obligation you have to, you, you give, and it can be anything. It doesn't have to be uh thousands of dollars it could literally in be this like case a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> uh, yeah she asked for a hundred thousand dollars which is woof, woof. uh but it could be anything some people give yeah. kittens some people be like hey i want you to buy a bunch of Qurans and give them all to the uh, poor that's what my sister-in-law did she had us buy like i don't know like a hundred Qurans and like give them away to charity that was her her uh so a lot of people do a lot of different things um but so Rami is working this job. He needs money. His family needs money. And he has to pay this meher to his ex-wife. Uh, and that's where we start off. And that's where we start to see all of this crazy stuff happening. So let's go into it. Felina, what are your thoughts about the situation that Rami got himself into? Yeah, and I was saying that part, like, I think also the issue is that there's a, an amount to pay if you're getting divorced, right? It's yes, like, yes. It was 50000 yeah. 50000 right? Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's an interesting thing for me because I'm like, that is a lot of money. And why would anybody put that amount in for someone who doesn't really have like a stable, well-paying job, which is funny. Um, but yeah, it's really, yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a really interesting dynamic and how she won't talk to him at all. And he has like, she has people coming to talk to him constantly about the money and trying to get it out of him. So I thought that was, you know, kind of hard to grasp, I guess. Like, mm -hmm. I've, I've never seen that happen in real life. So I don't really know if people come knocking at your door and like, where's my money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the family guy meme, like, where's my money? Where's my money? Yeah. Jazz, what are your thoughts? Okay. One, um, I actually understand the 50,000 for the divorce. Like, bruh, if there's a divorce for cause, you put that in the contract. I get that. The 50000 up front, I mean, damn, she must be worth it. <laughs> if he's willing to sign off on it, like, mashallah, good for her. And so, uh, you know, the, the value to me is a little absurd, but, you know, to other people, it may be perfectly normal. Honestly, uh, honestly the value could just have been for, like, plot purposes. Like, that, that could have been be. it, right? Yeah, but but I want to believe that Zainab is so amazing that she's <laughs> worth 50000 
on Meher and then uh, 50,000 for a divorce, like in contractually speaking. Yeah. But you know what I really like about it? Um, where, where Rami pays it. Eventually he gets the money and pays it. And he's like, look what I did. And she's like, hold up. This was your obligation. You yeah. had to do this. You're not doing me a favor. <laughs> this is your Islamic obligation to do. And I was like, oh, right. you tell like, him. Do you want to pat on the back for like doing the bare minimum? Like, yeah. I, I, I really hate it when people are like, oh, I pray five times a day. Like, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. it was like he was, <laughs> it was like she owed him now somehow that he yeah. paid yeah. that money. She was like, you, I don't owe you anything. You, you fulfilled your obligation. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's all bye. it was. <laughs> and then she didn't want any extra money from him, which we'll get into later. But I thought that was that was really interesting. Um, all right. The other thing that we see Rami do uh, is he starts working with, you know, Israelis and going to Israel. and his <laughs> One of and the his, many unrealistic things of the show. <laughs> yeah. And then his like uncle's like, don't do it. Um, you know, and it, 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 it sets off this whole thing. And while it's like, mm, okay, kind of problematic, kind of weird, they did actually shoot in Palestine, which is wild, which mm -hmm. is wild. And this is why I, I wanted to go out of our way to have somebody who's Palestinian on the show, because I feel like your voice here uh, matters so much, Selena. And I'd really like to know your thoughts about when Rami went to Palestine and how you know we got to see a little bit of it. And yeah, some of the comedy was absurd and some of, the, some of it was zany, but what are your thoughts about them actually filming there? I mean, I think it's great that they filmed there and I heard that the you know, cast and crew were Palestinian, which is awesome. But I, I did wish that they could have shown a little bit more Palestinians. Um, you know, I felt like they really, you know, they humanized the girl that he was talking to and you got to see a little bit of that. But other than that, we really didn't get to see oh, much of Palestinians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. that was, that was a cool bit. Right. And made Rami look really dumb. <laughs> that was um, absurd. When, when, yeah. when, that was great. <laughs> when he goes, um, like you think because you went through a checkpoint, I should, I should have sex. He's like, well, you don't right. have a lot of options. I was like, this is absurd. So absurd. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, you know, or even like the taxi driver that he's with, like, I felt like there could have been opportunity there, maybe, yeah. you know, to have like more deep conversations, things like that. But I, mean, I think it's great that they did film there and they, you know, really went out of their way to, out of their way to use cast and crew and things that were Palestinian. So that's great. Mm. Do you think they did enough, though? Do you feel like they, they held back a little bit? Do you think there's something more that they should have done? It's difficult. I think, you know, while watching Rami the whole time, I always try to look at it like this is a show, right? And I try not to put too much pressure on Rami to be everything for everyone, you know, yeah. in the community, right? And so I always try to remind myself of that because I think it's easy to want to criticize or to be like, oh, man, they could have done this different or that different, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, he's a creative and, you know, he should have the freedom to do what he wants with his show and to to have it be what it is, right? Without being like, it needs to be X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that it, it's fair. And a lot of it is based on his comedy, based on his life experiences. So I get that. Uh, I do see a lot of criticism about like, why are you making a show for a white audience instead of us, which I think is a fair criticism. Uh, but I also do feel like we're at a point where like, you need something extra to the table because like we when brown people are not allowed to be mediocre we can't have a mediocre show we need to have something yeah. that's like out of the box in order to just like get even some kind of attention right um and that's where rami is and 
that's what he's doing and he's getting the accolades for it um so you know that is something you know he, he went on stage and said like i want to thank my god and he said like alhamdulillah on stage when he's getting the uh, golden globe which is a big deal mm-hmm. yeah and if it's a show that he's creating just for brown people would we be at season three no you know yeah. Yeah, fair, fair. No one showed up for Miss Marvel, and now the show for brown people. <laughs> right, right. I, I hate fair. everybody. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, um, but uh, back to the scene that what happened in Palestine. I thought it was actually really cool that they showed, and the Israeli soldier was like, "Wait, you were attacked?" And yeah. instantly, they called like like ten people, and they go arrest this kid, and then they just smash his face in with the with the butt of a gun. I'm like, okay, That's so crazy. That happened on TV. All right, great. He did, they didn't care okay. anything about Rami at all until he said he got robbed, and then they like, oh, we have an excuse to go and do this. Yeah, that was that was wild. That was. And uh, he's an American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they didn't care. They didn't care who's an American until he said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. wild. I, I think this is the first time ever we get to see something like that in, on mm-hmm. TV on American television, which I think is a big deal. I think it's really in a cool. comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it is speaking of comedy one of the lines that i thought was funny is when that girl came uh, up to him at a bar and she was like oh yeah our fates are so similar you know and like he's like, where are you and she's like i'm a witch (laughs) 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 i and then and then rami lost it and then the 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 white guy she was with he was like yo i speak arabic man i know how you know man and he's like Yo, that necklace. Um, I think that's Stuart Fati. I don't think that's what it's. He kept calling him Habibi. It was so funny. <laughs> it was very on brand too. Because I met it people was. like that. <laughs> totally. Oh man, that was that was hilarious. That was really really funny. Um, no, they right. definitely called out the right things in here. I'm like, <laughs> I've seen that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I do. Are also... we gonna Are we gonna talk about the congratulations scene? Yeah, oh, that's definitely coming up. <laughs> Literally, the congratulations scene and the draw the profit. Those were the two things we were out Oh, my God. Go for it, Selena. Go for it. <laughs> I mean, it was just so, I, again, it's just a scene where you're, like, shaking your head. Like, seriously, just keep digging. Keep digging, yeah. Rami. <laughs> <laughs> That's so absurd. I loved it. <laughs> so ridiculous. Like, you were saying congratulations? Like, I yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. I mean, he just ha- he's so clueless. Like he doesn't think before he speaks, right? He just mm-hmm. yeah. says whatever and then tries to like backtrack sort of later, but it's too much. <laughs> oh man, it's uh it it was pretty pretty funny, but that was that was a very stressful meeting that they had because they was i had a lot of anxiety because first it of all, was had, tense like i thought they were like, actually gonna draw something i was like oh fuck don't do it don't do it don't dude, do it don't do it yeah so <laughs> so the people who watched the show like like it was a crazy scene because we just had this huge tension of them setting it up with the whole congratulations bit so that kind of set up the tension and then right after that happens she's like we need to know we can trust you can you draw the problem Muhammad? and like yo fucking Ryan was about to do it too man. yeah he picked <laughs> he up the was. He was about to. Oh, freaking Rami, always making the bad decisions. Man. Like he, <laughs> like his morals are so loose. Like they are basically like whatever he's feeling that day. Like it's just so wild to me. Like some things he won't do. And then the things that he does are like so much worse. It's just his morality compass is all over the place. It's, it's, it's wild. Who are you um, to judge Neebs? <laughs> like he, he, he went through like several <laughs> checkpoints 
to like hook up with a girl because she thought she had no other options. Like that's, <laughs> like, oh, that's so devious. That's so sinister. Oh man. But again, it's like instead of really st- sitting and thinking like, oh my god, this is such a horrible situation for all these people here. He's thinking about himself. And I was yeah. like, man, I had to sit in this check checkpoint. Like, get me out of here. Why am I in here? You know, you have a separate line for people with blue passports. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he said that too. Yes, he yes. said that. Like, he, oh my god, he's someone who like he knows he has all this privilege, and then just you know doesn't check his privilege. It's just wild. Yeah. Um, let's talk about his dad for a second. So his dad is someone who lost his job. Um, they're doing groceries and like I felt that like I know people who are like engineers and like have a master's or whatever and then the economy hits and like you know they're immigrants so they suffer and you know they don't get much job up because they have to do things like you know deliver groceries and stuff and he ends up you know delivering it to his friends and it's very embarrassing he's got a lie um, even that was so much tension and so stressful what do you guys think about that yeah, it, it was. You definitely feel for him. But it's also, inter- it was very interesting to see the dynamic between him and Misa, like how it was different. Yeah. Like she was like, I'm taking this job seriously, right? Like, right. Don't, don't mess with my rating, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was not really taking it that seriously, you know, I felt. And so that was it. But can I just say, my favorite part of this whole season was when he's analyzing Bad Bunny lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> the very oh my God, I died. I was cracking up. It was like so many different parts were funny. It was like, yeah. A, that he was like saying that Obama picked this because it's got hidden messages in it. And that it's saying that, you know, they need to be more like Muslims. Oh my God, it was just so funny. It just really packed me up. And then Megan B. Horse. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really funny because Muslims do be having crazy conspiracies. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Oh, I've heard some crazy ones. Like at at the Muslims once, right? Someone told him not to drink Sprite because it meant superpower resides in the earth and that it was anti-Islamic. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You ever hear the one about Fila? Fila stands for first I love Allah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yo, they come up with the crazy theories, man. They're they're wild. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and you know what they, what they do? They always ask me because I worked on the World Trade Center, so they always ask me like, "Yo, what do you know? What do you know about buildings?" I'm like, "I was <laughs> 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 in college when that happened, bro." Oh, <laughs> oh my god, they're they're wild. But then yeah, like, I do feel for him for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's he's a hard decision. So he's selling his wife China. That was a thing. That I felt was horrible. bad for her. I was angry. Yes. And, and another part part that in that scene that really like struck me and I still think about it is the part where she's talking to him in French. Yeah. Right. She's like so pissed off and she's talking to him in French and he's like not having it. And then she's like, they picked us and I picked we picked them back. I thought that was so fascinating. Did you catch that? Mm-hmm. I did catch that, talking- but tell me the significance of that, because I don't think I caught that significance. So she, you know, she's speaking in French, right? She really like identifies with that and like whereas he doesn't right and he's like why are you trying to speak to me in the language of these colonizers right Right, right. and you know she's like he's like they took over and they you know whatever and she's like they picked us as you know and we're picking them back like we're you know wanting to be part of that culture back which i thought that was so interesting to me Mm. and i never thought of it that way but i thought that was like really profound that could kind of apply to us too. Same thing here in America. Like, yeah, any sure. immigrant, really. Yeah. Well, 
Well, well, listen, we, we got a uh, Indian prime minister in the UK, so I guess we did yeah. take them. <laughs> yeah. He's either going to save them with the way the white people couldn't, or he's going to crash their economy and take the crown jewels back to India, Let's which is go. a win-win for us. So it works out for all of us. Operation Kohinoor is, is in play. The mayor of London is Pakistani. The freaking prime minister is India. We're taking it back, guys. <laughs> Oh man. Well, speaking of politics, how about that line about his uncle? He's like, listen, you your generation has like 67 genders, but you have to be Democrat. I'm politically yes. fluid. <laughs> I was like, that's such a good line. That was good. That was uh, hilarious when he said that. Like, God damn. All right. <laughs> I was like, you know what, man? I'm not mad at that. I'm not <laughs> I consider myself politically fluid now. <laughs> oh man, that's really, really funny. I, I really, really did like that. Um also. Speaking of the uncle, uh, other special guest that we had was Bella Hadid. How about Bella Hadid on the show? Oh my that was god, wild. she I had like no that. lines, but she was amazing. Like, <laughs> do you think? Yeah, do you mm-hmm. think it was because she can't act, or she was just that was just what they wanted to go for? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna talk shit about Bella Hadid. She's amazing. No, um, Bella, she was on Never Have I Ever. She could act. She did like a little bit of voiceover. Yeah. Right. No. Um. What I thought was really cool was like how she just like it, it was like. April Ludgate from Parks and Rec. Mm. Like, the, like, you don't have to say much, but you could feel all the emotions there. And I was like, that was, that was really yeah. good. It, it was weird how Rami was, like, meddling in their relationship. He's like, yo, I, I think your girl is autistic. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say, bro. He was um, mad. She's way cuter than anybody you ever got with. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the thing is, like, Rami always lets his friends down. Like, he was supposed to take him to WrestleMania. They get caught up in these shenanigans. And, like, his friend wasn't able to to go. And obviously he doesn't – he's like, you know what? Listen, here's a friend of mine who I consider a really, really good friend, and he's constantly letting me down. Sometimes you got to cut these friends off. What do you think? What do you think about uh, his friend letting him, you know, just go and their friendship being done? Yeah, I mean, he's obviously – he's very self-absorbed, Rami is, so – you can't blame him for that when he's let him down time and time again. Yeah. I'm actually glad she said uh, we're a team Zayna, but I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Somebody said it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny when your own friends uh, call you out like that, right? Um, friends. Somebody he just met that night and she said it like. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's true. Oh, yeah. That was true. <laughs> that was funny. Um, all right. The other thing I want to talk about was uh wait wait we, we can't we can't skip shark tank oh 100 we cannot skip the fact that robert hershevec was on here because that made me really happy I, I like okay, the fact wait, wait. first first of all i did not know this until rami i looked up mr wonderful and he is indeed half lebanese <laughs> that is wild i yes. love the comment they had about uh how good they are at branding like their entire country could be in rubble but all people want to talk about have how beautiful their women are <laughs> they're the oh best at marketing gosh, so good. <laughs> uh that is funny. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of, that was that was really really funny yeah no um, I, I was really happy they got one of the sharks from shark tank on there i'm like <laughs> you, you spent the money <laughs> <laughs> this show pulls hard. They got Mahersha Ali last season. Like it's wild. That's and now true. Bella yeah, Hadid. And you know, it, yeah, they don't play. They don't play. Um, I did want to talk about one thing that like Rami always is, is gets himself in these situations. 
Now he's like with a hooker. <laughs> like, <laughs> going, first he's just a fuck boy. Now he's literally with a hooker. And I'm just like, what is going on with this guy? He just keeps digging himself in the worst and worst situation. And like he just justifies it for himself out of these like weird things. Um, that was a weird turn of events. What were your thoughts on that, Jazz? No comment. No comment. Yeah, leave. I mean, like, well, what am I going to do? Like shit on him for spiraling even further? Like... <laughs> All right, I, I do have an issue with that, but I'm going to talk about it at the very end. <laughs> but go ahead, Selena, please. Yeah, and I'm just going to say, I think, you know, it's really sad, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. have anyone to talk to. He's, like, isolated himself in a way. And so that's what she was there for, you know? But the thing that I find really interesting is that when the guy first told him about that place, he was disgusted and said no. And then he changes his mind. Like he, he he keeps acting holier than thou, and then whenever a situation comes where that's the easy way out in a situation, he'll he'll take it. He'll take it yeah. when it's the easy way out for him, but he won't when it's like somebody else telling him. It's weird. Um. All right. Another thing I want to talk about: the mom, Dina, and the Egyptian guy that came to her house. <laughs> that was wild. It was uncomfortable at some points. I'm not gonna lie, because the way the mom was talking to him on the phone really skeeved me out <laughs> um rightfully so yeah that skeeved me out and then like the way the turn of events that happened for that whole situation where she actually you know they have a good conversation she goes to meet up with them they hook up like it's wild that was a roller coaster that what was. Were your about that real whole relationship there were so many parts to it it's, it's... <laughs> I, I think for me, the, the part that was most interesting, I thought, was, you know, how she ended up having sex with him and it turns out he's a virgin, yeah. right? And so then he's like, my friend says, you raped me. Yes, yes I want to yeah. talk about that. What are your thoughts yes. about that? Because, like, I, 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 that's, like, that's a loaded word right there. And I'm yes. like, Strong he kinda word. Has a, he kind of has a point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But I guess for me, like, watching that scene... And, you know, hearing Dina talk, it makes me just feel like, man, there's, this is what happens when people don't have conversations about this stuff, right? And when parents don't talk to their kids and, you know, all that stuff, then you end up in these messed up situations, you know, that may not have happened otherwise, right? If you have the right context, vocabulary, whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, man was praying. Like <laughs> he was he felt, I don't know if he felt bad or if he, like felt victimized i wasn't exactly sure in that moment i think he felt guilty he felt guilty that he did that i i think it's weird right because at a point i guess he did technically give consent but like also was it coerced was it like manipulated i don't know it was it happened so fast i don't know what to say actually didn't show most of it like it was just like yeah the next scene was him praying on the mat like they didn't show the conversation and it was very intentional. I think it's meant to make us, you know, think and talk about it. Yeah. And Dina never says she didn't. I I when when he uh brings it up, she's like like surprised that he would say that, but she never said that that's not what happened. Uh I don't know. I don't know. Very, very strange. But I just what do you think? Do you think that she ended up like giving him a chance because of it? Ooh, she feels guilty and she's giving him a chance. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt. I don't know. Wow, it definitely did happen. I mean, if it was just a one night stand for her, she would not have gone back. Like, I think think she she definitely felt guilt there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. That like, is... What was it, like, three episodes later, she goes back and meets him outside. Yeah. And she's like, hey, can we go for lunch? Like, I think that really was because she probably did take advantage of him. Yeah. And she feels really guilty about it. And now, yeah. in some twisted way, she's trying to make up for it. Mmm. Mmm. Bro, but, like, that's... Isn't... Mmm. I don't know, man. That's a lot of thoughts. Because people who <laughs> do, like, assault people, they do that. The next day, they'll take them out and stuff like that to make it look like... Like, to make them gaslight them into thinking it was consensual. Yes. Right. People actually do that. Yo, I don't know, man. This is this is deep territory. <laughs> <laughs> Listen... Listen, this is just a TV show, guys, but like, oh I... uh, no, this is real. It's not though. It's not. It's so uh, deep it's and multi layered, right? It's just, there's so many different pieces. Every time, like, I'm like, wow, there, you can go in so many different directions with every scene, you know? All right, here, Neeps, let's try an exercise. What if the situation was reversed? What if the girl said, was like kind of hesitant, and the guy was like, no, no, it's okay. And then that's it, they did this. We, would sounds, we be talking about it like this? Sounds like that's exactly what happened to Aziz Ansari. Remember that whole Aziz Ansari mm-hmm. thing that happened? It mm-hmm. sounds kind of like exactly the same. So, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess she, she would be canceled. <laughs> mm-hmm. That does sound very similar. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was because she used him. That that cannot she be. She straight up used him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no question there. She definitely used him. Cancel um, me, Kalamawi. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, kidding. I Just love kidding. her. <laughs> no. Cancel Gina, not her. <laughs> um, well, speaking about her and being canceled, uh, what about when she went to therapy with her mom? That was wild. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, can we, like, the part where she says, like, your your parents abused you. Yeah. And she's like, I thought we were just Arabs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. Everyone can relate to that, right? It's like... <laughs> And she wrote that down too. She's like, oh, this is good. This is good. Yes. <laughs> but also I could relate to it so much because the mom, you know, when she hears about this therapy thing, she's like, what the hell bullshit is this? Like, yeah, no. Have God. And I've yeah. heard that many times. <laughs> right. Or like, what have I done to like screw you up? Nothing. You know, you should be so thankful. <laughs> you know? That's why, that's why I think it's important to go to like a therapist of color because yes. white people are always like cut off your family. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'd rather be mentally ill than freak <laughs> off my family. Like, that's not an option here, bro. <laughs> well, and then the role play. Oh my God, the role play. The Borat yeah. voice. God damn. Oh, the Borat voice. Oh my voice. God. The stereotypes of the voice. Yes. That was so bad. That was so bad. Oh. Oh, man. I don't know what point they're trying to make with that like don't go to therapy don't go to white therapy like, I, don't yeah. know, man. I think the point was like you can't expect white people to know our experiences right yeah uh, okay, okay. we can't so it wasn't actually for us it was for other people got it yeah 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 i think that's very interesting um but the other thing that i thought was um really funny they kind of just switched gears and started focusing on mo Amer and um his other friend i think dave his name is uh in real life steve and yeah, Ahmed. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Ahmed. Um, I really like those episodes. Those were my favorite episodes. They were really, really good. And the, the whole thing about poop transplant. Oh, God. <laughs> is that a real thing? It is a real a thing. thing. But not for the reason they were saying it was. Oh and it's God. not a thing of like you go to someone's house and scoop it out of the toilet. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
that, that's not it's, how that works. I was like, can I just go to Tom Brady's house and just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just become a quarterback overnight? Oh, right. man. I thought I thought that was really funny. Um, and then Mo Amr goes to you know the guy's like you don't need a food transplant, just go to yoga. And then he goes to yoga and he sees Gina there. And one of my favorite lines was that why don't they just do it like the mosque? You know, all the men in front, all the women in the back. And I'm just like, yo, why don't yoga do that? That makes so much sense. Well, for the line she said after that, which was like, I'm sorry, we don't dress to accommodate your hormones here. Like, God damn. I'm just saying, if you want halal yoga, like maybe do that. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like- Is yoga haram though? Like, why shouldn't we not lower our gaze instead? <laughs> if you need halal yoga, do it at your home by yourself. Right? Like, so like, come on. <laughs> You don't have to lower your gaze if you're in the front. I'm just saying, better for your neck muscles. <laughs> Pretty sure you're going to looking backwards at some point, though. Like, Do you? I don't know. I haven't done yoga. <laughs> back <to be> <laughs> I'm, really I'm sorry. I don't know how <laughs> yoga works. But uh, um, then there's another storyline with the doctor getting a second wife. And that lady, was, <laughs> that lady was all for it. She's like, I did all the research. I got all the permission. Let's do it. All I, and then she talks to the wife. That was a wild story. What are your thoughts about that, Salida? It was a wild story. And I kept like, there was parts where I was like, is this for real? Like, I don't think this is how it works. Like, like it's for not. example, like how, like how she got a divorce before he was dead. I was like, I don't think that works that way. You know? <laughs> I mean, in Islamically it might, but like, yeah. No, but then it's not it a second wife. Like you're just getting married again. Like, right. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, no. second wife for the guy. Well, the guy is a second wife. Cause he's not divorced yeah. with his first wife. Yeah. So he's going to have two. Right. Um, and then she was like, I knew this was it. I knew this day was going to come. I knew it. <laughs> so I really loved at the end, though, like how she was like, no, let's still use a condom. <laughs> like, even after yes. that, <laughs> that did not change her mind. She still doesn't want kids. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, no, but he manned up finally. And she was like, yes. I yeah. <laughs> oh, I know it took with him grabbing poop from the. <laughs> <laughs> But then I loved how all of a sudden Mo marries her. Oh, yeah. Oh, freaking Mo. <laughs> Mo was ready. Mo was ready. Yes. Oh, he came with the flowers and everything. I was yes. like, oh, no, no. All right. And then it happened. Let's talk about our favorite episode because there's always a third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first of all, that shake. Listen, I'm on TikTok a lot. And there are some people out there that are using Islam for clout, and it is really uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. you see it all the time. Uh, Dawah TikTok is rampant, and it is very, very—I um, don't know—unvetted. I would say it's the word that I'm looking for. Um, there was this—I mean, there were some people who were, you know, doing being Islamic on uh, TikTok. Turned out they're not even real sheikhs; they're just like regular people who just talk about Islam all the time. Like it's, it's really weird. And they got this shake who's kind of just like out there for clout doing shout outs, doing TikToks. Listen, I know it's a joke, but like part of me is like, I kind of feel like that's the direction we're going, man. Cause it's scary out there. What are your thoughts? So I'll just say, I really appreciated the rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That, I, was, that was so I was dying laughing and then like the sidekick who said no words like he was just sitting there like the whole time <laughs> with him not saying anything so that was really that's a real those are real those are real artists that's a real band that's a real oh band my god in Canada. Yeah, that's a real, a real group apparently band. 
Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I did not know that. I'll have to uh, look yeah, it up. Know <laughs> but they were cracking right me up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was <laughs> so funny. It was so funny. And then they had like a, a Zakat app that's on the blockchain. I was like, that's oh, yeah. so funny. <sighs> like that whole show was about like the capitalism or the yassification of Islam. And I was just like, yo, this is, is it eerily a little too close to home? I don't know. What are your thoughts, Jazz? Okay. Um, I have very strong feelings about blockchain because I did used to, I did make one very specific one for governments to use as a form of transfer pricing, right? But then everybody kind of just took it, tore it apart, and now we ended up with NFTs. So <laughs> uh, deep down, it hurts to see what it's become. And then seeing this, I'm like, yep, this is exactly what happened. People who don't know what they're talking about, trying to make a quick buck, getting into this, and twisting two very important things to me for, like, you know, money, right? And this is what we get. I'm like, God damn it. I, I, hated, mm. I hated seeing it, but I'm just like, yep, this is a comedy. I'm glad they're doing this, but I hate it, and I love it. Yeah. Well, it also feels so much like, you know... Uh, Christian preachers who have a large audience, kind of yeah. like that, oh, right? Yeah. We got like, Joel seen right down the road here in Houston. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like that, right? And so that's what it house. felt like to me. Oh my god! I've seen his house. I, I, you will not believe how big his house is. Like, I, I believe like, it, it is like a ten million dollar house. And not surprised. It's like twenty thousand square feet on the inside. It's wild. Like, yeah, that's what it felt on. like. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, they don't pay property taxes. In fact, members of the clergy pay zero property taxes scam it's a scam it is all right um so at this convention this is where he finally sees zenob for the first time and uh, she'd given a speech and um you know kind of just runs into uh you know i think her mom or a relative of hers uh and then we learn that her dad's like away but we kind of get a hint like oh okay something's going to happen they're going to meet um and then later on we find out in that episode, I believe that he actually has a baby, mm-hmm. and that's wild. That's wild. That I, that was the biggest shock of me for the for the whole thing. I did not see that coming. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I did not see that coming either. That was a big surprise, and the way he found out was yeah. kind of crazy too, right? That yeah. whole bit of like where he's in the jail and he's talking to his friend, or yeah. I don't know if you call him a friend, but that his the dog died. Oh yeah, and the dog died. The dog dies. I was so mad. Yes, about that. and that you could tell that really affected Rami, but like, and then he was like scared to tell the guy whose dog it yeah. was, and the guy's like, "Whatever, dogs are haram," you know, like. Yeah. That was blew my mind a bit. I was like, "What? Oh my god, so crazy." That. But that yeah, so he he finds out from that guy that he has a daughter. What about you, it's Jazz? Gonna be, this is gonna be a fascinating season four. Is, is it more of season three or is it going to go into season four from here? Uh, yeah, I think they're all going to go to season four. Okay. Yeah. Cause one, everything came crashing down this episode for the whole season, right? The mm-hmm. dog died. He has a baby with Zena, but Zena doesn't want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, the, the woman from Israel who uh, was like, Hey, we'll get that kid out. Uh, mm-hmm. We have connections only for him to see a sign that said free this kid. Yeah. And, she never did anything and like and he donates all his money mm-hmm. yes but here's the thing he donates all his money around the time his parents are like hey yes let's let rami help us let's let rami i know and this guy first of all he loses this diamond because the hooker steals it from him uh and then 
he donates all his money away. And then his parents are finally like, okay, we're going to let him help you. Like, he just makes the worst decisions over yeah. and over again. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I do not want to be Rami. <laughs> no. I, I almost like, feel grateful for my life right now after seeing this. Maybe that's the point of Rami. Maybe he's a cautionary tale for a young Muslim men. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you indulge in some of these things, this is what happens. <laughs> if you look at it that way, then like it's a great show. <laughs> it's, a, it's fantastic representation. It tells you exactly what not to do. <laughs> Sometimes we need that, okay? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. What about the scene of them paying the bill? That was funny. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> they, uh, uncles are always like, "I'll pay the bill." No, you pay the bill. I'll, I'll, pay, the I'll bill. pay the bill. Oh, pay that bill. was so great! Yeah, <laughs> they're like literally on the ground wrestling each other, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> taking it to the extreme. Oh man! And then uh, Dina and her uncle find out each other's secret. I thought that was a really interesting scene. That, I, was. Kinda, that was that was good. Um, and then he finally talks to Zenob and go see his baby, wow, which was also, you know, you're like, oh, cool. He tried to get, get her to change. Here's the thing, man. Like, <laughs> you just paid her the mirror. You did all these horrible things to her. You find, She let you see the baby. And this motherfucker's like, can we change her name? <laughs> and then she's Okay, like, but this goes to show you, Rami, like, seriously, you don't know your wife's, ex-wife's mom's name? Like, how do you not know that? God, he's so self-absorbed. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's wild. That's wild. He oh, deserves man. all the hate he can get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's here's my biggest issue with with Rami, and like this is what like sometimes when like a marginalized community gets like their own show and stuff like that, I do not like it when they kind of sometimes it feels to me that they'll go out of their way to make another marginalized community kind of look bad, and like for for Rami, I kind of noticed these patterns, right? So in the season one. We have this episode where uh, a Indian hijabi woman takes off her hijab in front of him then sleeps with him with her son in the next door and she's already married and, and, they, and they're cheating on uh, having this affair during Ramadan. Terrible, terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then in the other show, Mo, which Rami also does, there's an Indian woman who is also kind of like the villain where she's treating her uh, Mexican housewife really, really badly. Uh, and then his uncle says, oh, yeah, I hate Indians. They're, they're like, up there before the Jews. And then he has an Indian hooker, which, like, you, you went yeah. out of your way to make the hooker Indian, which is, like, weird. Because, like, how many – what are the chances of an Indian hooker? I don't know. Uh, and Less then – Asian, right? <laughs> right. And then he has – he goes to a sex uh, – what do you call it? A holic meeting. And he has a Sikh guy. And, like, Sikh people have so little representation so little representation and you got him talking about how he paid for sex and he's a sexaholic like like why is the show going out of their way to make indians look bad it's, it's, it's the impression i'm getting i'm not saying that's what they're doing that's kind of the impression i'm getting it's like you know we're here supporting the show and then every turn every chance they get they're taking shots at indians and that makes me feel a certain way i don't know what were your thoughts about that jazz i don't know if you, you the pattern's there like the pattern's there right i noticed it too like i didn't see the first season but like when you know like you said the Two times this season, we're like, okay, I hate the Indians more than you know than the Chinese, and you know Jews were like number four, and like on and on and on, right? Problematic on its own, and then you know the hooker being Indian, and then you know everything else that goes with that. Like, there is a pattern here, and more often than not, patterns do mean something, especially when you have choices for casting, right? Yeah, like a subconscious bias, right? Right. 
it could uh, be just unconscious. It could be, you know, not malicious, like intentional, but mm. what do we know? So I will say one thing about the uncle Nassim character, though, is that I think he's he's a good example of that, like, racist Arab uncle. And yeah, I think, exactly. And it's out there, right? And right. so I think it's okay to acknowledge that. I mean, it's yeah. not pretty. We don't want to see it necessarily, but we shouldn't Absolutely. also sugarcoat it or pretend it doesn't exist. You know yeah, what I mean? Also fair. But I think they did a good job of that last season because he was being very racist to um, Zainab's family, which is black. But right. they had a chance to retort. They they gave him a chance to say their own stuff, right? Go back and forth. There has been no back and forth with Indians. It's just been kind of yeah. one-sided. Whereas with well, uh, Zainab's family, they kind of went both ways. They kind of called each other out. What are you going to say, Jess? I mean, is, is it the, the way it's going to be? Or do you think he's going to take some criticism from this in this season? I haven't heard anyone there. talk about this yet, so I, I feel like I'm the only one. Oh, really? Mentioned. I have not seen any articles about it. I have God not seen anything about it. I'm the only one that's ever talked about it, I think. Okay, yeah, because, like, like I said, I binge-watched the show this weekend. I haven't seen anything about it before, so... I don't know. It, it's, okay. it's, the one, it's the one thing I wish he could do better. And that's not just, like, this show is across the board. Even in Mo, even in a bunch of other shows, I even in his comedy... Um, I feel like he can do a little better. I don't know. If he wants to take that criticism, and I mean this with like, you know, this is how you can do better, not criticizing and taking shots at him or, or implying in any way that he's like, you know, uh, doesn't like Indians or anything like that because I know he doesn't because one of my friends is Pakistani and he was on the show with an extra. He was the uh, cash register guy at the Quickie Mart or whatever. So like, oh. I don't think that's it. Uh, but they're both comedians, so they know <laughs> But like, Quick I don't know. It's almost a little on the nose there, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, he did say he used to eat pork hot dogs. The cash register guy did say that. Which is like, oh, that was a funny scene, right? <laughs> yeah. like, they go home and eat those hot dogs, and they're like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> yeah. I feel like I do have that uh, complaint about the show, but overall, like, I do think the show has a place. I do think that it mm-hmm. is a good, well-written show. Um, it's just in. It's just out. It's too early, right? Like I feel like yeah. we have so little representation that everything is nitpick, and you know what? Rightfully so, because we should we should do better. We should strive to do better, right? Um, but you know, it is what it is. We're we're in a situation where we don't have a lot of representation, and what little representation we do have is magnified, and that's just what it is. Uh, but overall, I do like the show. I think it's funny. I think it's well written. I think it's really really smart. Um, there are things they can improve on. But overall, I'm really happy with it. What about you, Jazz? Yeah, overall, great show. Nah. Like I said in the beginning, I had problems with like some of the things with it, but because like what Selena was saying, like you know, we may need a bad representation to not avoid all this. I thought it was pretty good for that reason. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it's an amazing show. You know, really, really thought provoking. There's a lot of depth to it really well acted, written, all of that. I mean, I think there's always room for improvement. And unfortunately, we wish there was more out there and hopefully there will be in the future. But, you know, until there is, and I'm thankful for what we have so far. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. And listen, I there's so many mediocre shows that white people have. Why can't we have? <laughs> right. We need more, whether they don't all have to be around me. They don't have to be, you know, uh, Golden Globe award-winning shows. Um, but yeah, overall, awesome show. I'm looking forward to next season. I want to know where the story plays out. I want to see 
uh, what happened to Rami and his family. I feel like at this point, we're like really invested in this family. So it's really interesting. Um, all right. Well, that's all I have for you guys. Any last thoughts? Selena, do you want to give people, uh, let them know where to find you? Or are you more like, I don't really want anyone to find you? No, I'll just talk to anybody who wants to talk about The Bachelor. That's about it. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Say less. Say less. We got yeah. you. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We had a great time. We love your, uh, what you want to call it, all your thoughts and everything you had to say. And, you know, hopefully we'll have you back. And until next time, yeah. guys, salam nerds. Thank you. Peace. Right on time.